Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 292 for January. Nope, nope. July 12th, 2019. January. Thank goodness it's not January. It's January. January ever. I know. Here in Ohio. Be wearing winter coats, and I don't want that. Don't put that evil on us yet. Yeah. Right. So I was in um, Fort Myers the other day. I was down there for 24 hours for work. And I was so tempted. I mean, uh, Matt knows that I was trying to figure out a way to swing my way up to Disney World. I just, I wish I could have made it happen. I wish I had more vacation time because then I certainly would have done it. You just call in a bomb threat and shut the airport down. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Hi, my name's Matt Holly. There's a bomb on board. <laughs> you can't say bomb on an airplane. That's true. There's an explosive device. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I mean, I was so close. I, I looked at it. The just the like the rental car alone would have been like a hundred and twenty, hundred thirty dollars. Changing my flight would have been seventy bucks and uh, hotel. But who cares? I mean, I, I would have slept at the rental car at that point if I paid hundred twenty dollars to drive up there. How far of a drive was it? Just under three hours. Okay. Which is, and on Florida roads, it's nothing. It's just a straight run. So. And got to figure in about another 50 60 dollars in totals uh no it's not that bad uh, i was yes i was exaggerating so oh well no, see you think that's funny because that's it's that's what it would cost for me to go down uh i-95 to Jer- from jersey down there would be like 40 dollars in tolls so and your soul <laughs> yeah so um i don't know if you guys had heard but the new footlong hot dog has returned to casey's oh Good. I don't have to cancel our trip now. Good. No, I was concerned about that. Did you, do you know the price? Twelve ninety nine. Nope. Close. Eleven and a quarter. Nope. Thirteen forty nine. Holy! But that is geez. that is actually for the chili cheese hot dog. But still. Yeah. See, if I stay at home, how many packs of hot dogs could I have? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was only a matter of time before the footlong was coming back. They probably got complaints for it. That was like the only like decent way to get a hot dog there, because what like a hot dog alone was like what eight ninety nine or something like that, a regular hot dog or whatever. Yeah. And then does that include fries? No, that was without fries. 
If you get it without fries, I think it saves like a dollar or two. It's not a big savings. Yeah. But you know that's I know that they just announced that I think today. So. Now Wait. I wonder if if you're going to be able to do the, you know, they have the monthly special hot dogs. I wonder if you're going to be able to do that with a foot long. Um, they said the monthly this month is the buffalo chicken hot diggity dog, and that is not a foot long. This is an all-beef dog topped with buffalo chicken, diced celery, fiery cheesed, cheese dust with garlic ranch drizzle served with french fries or apple slices. See, what do they got to do all the the Cheeto dust stuff? I mean, just can't you just do like a hot dog and some buffalo sauce and ranch and just be done with it? Or a hot dog with mustardo. Mustardo is back, yes. <laughs> He has come back and he's going to be eaten. Yes? No, no, no. Not good for Mustardo. He'll, he'll be all over the footlong. Mm-hmm. He loves footlongs. Mustardo. Uh, let's see. Any... I think there's something else, too. Oh, the uh, the new Japanese restaurant opened up. I, know I saw that. We were talking about that. Those prices, though. My goodness. Yeah, um... I mean, the menu looks good. Mm-hmm. It's appetizing, and I would try it, but I'm going to need somebody else to pay for it. Keith, can you pay for it? I think we lost Keith. Oh, he left, huh? <laughs> Starter scared him off. <laughs> there he goes again. All right, well. He said Skype crashed and logged him out. Oh, wow. That's not good. Goodbye, Keith. So long. Farewell. It's been, been nice knowing you, buddy. You. I didn't even see that. Mm, well, did you see that um, Galaxy's Edge is going to start serving pork? Um, it tastes like chicken, right? Yeah. No, they're not really serving pork, but it would be cool. I'm sure they'll come up with some way to, like a rotisserie pork or something like that. They'll never do that because the, the people up in arms saying that, the, how dare you eat a pork, you know, <laughs> pork rights. Right. So, um, all right. I got nothing else. You? Um, the new hotel at uh, Coronado Springs opened. Yes, that's right. It did open. Uh, the Grandestino Tower. Yes. I would go check out the restaurants. I doubt I would stay there because it looks more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? More corporate than it does. It does, doesn't else. it? Yeah. It feels very corporate. Yeah, it, it didn't really... I mean, it's nice looking, but it doesn't really do a whole lot for me. I'm sure it would be different seeing it in person, but it, it just didn't really... It's not one of those I'm like, oh, yes, I've got to go stay there. Right. I like. Um, I honestly like the rooms. I, th- I mean, it's very modern, but I did like the rooms. But the resort as a whole, just the lobby, like you said, yeah, it is very corporate. It's just not my thing. Yeah, it's, it's not what you would expect... Uh, you know, when you go to Disney, it looks like it's something else. You just a typical five-star resort you would see, like in you know Vegas or right. You know, the big city somewhere or something. So, um, I would rather go stay somewhere else in Coronado than, than stay there. So, I think that's what they wanted, though. They're trying to they're trying to get more of that 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 corporate dollar, which is willing to spend money. Yeah, I mean, I, I know it's a, a convention center and all that, but. I mean, even in the past, the ones that they've had conventions and have had some type of a 
Disney flair to it. It didn't just kind of feel, you know, just like a corporate chain resort. Right. Agreed. So, but that's the only thing I know other than what you had mentioned. So. Yeah. And I, I know Steve's going to talk about it with the news too. So we kind of, uh, jumped the gun Sorry, on Steve. it. But that's all right. Sorry, Steve. With that, Steve, you may speak. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. The new 16-story Grand Destino Tower at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort offers vibrant Spanish tile pattern accents on the walls. The latest hotel technological advances, smart elevators and interactive TVs, scrumptious menus at the new restaurants, and a huge choice of gins at the various bars. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. But the most impressive thing that people will most likely remember is the view at the top of the tower. Now, there are not many locations where you can get a good survey of the Walt Disney World property. The California Grill at Disney's Contemporary, the top of the 15-story Bay Lake Tower next to the Contemporary, and the Aerofile Balloon at Disney Springs are three that come to mind. The top of the Grand Destino provides views of Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Blizzard Beach, and Expedition Everest from the Dahlia Lounge Outdoor Terrace. You can also see Disney Springs and Celebration if you look closely from that area. The Magic Kingdom is visible from inside the Toledo Tapas Steak and Seafood Restaurant. We also did have a nice dinner at the first night opening of the Toledo Tapas Steak and Seafood Restaurant. The complete review can be found on DisneyDiary.com. Also opening this past week is the new table service restaurant at the Japan Pavilion. Takume Te features a pre-feed multi-course tasting menu and a chef's table experience. The dinner menu highlights Wagyu beef, sushimi, sashimi, desserts, and signature cocktails. Reservations will be available beginning July 16th, with bookings starting that same day. The Walt Disney World bus fleet is getting a bit of a makeover. This month, the buses will get one of six Disney character wraps, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Goofy, and Pluto. In addition, the interiors are being refreshed with new blue seats and laminate floors. Some of the buses will also have USB charging ports located between the seats. Now over in Disneyland, Mickey Mouse and his friends will be joining the Disneyland Band for some special performances this summer as part of the Mickey and Friends Bandtastic Cavalcade. Starting July 18th at Disneyland, this procession will feature live music and Disney characters. It will take place twice daily along the parade route at Disneyland Park. Finally, the Tomorrowland Gateway sign is gone. Yes, the large sign over the bridge that connects the hub to Tomorrowland is gone. It is going to be getting coming back, but it will be coming back in a new look. We don't know yet. They have not said anything, but we hope to find out soon. Now, when the land originally opened in 1971, it was designed to look at the real future. 25 years later, the land was designed to showcase a fantasy world where robots do the work and planet-hopping rocket ships battle space aliens. We hope that now, 25 years later, as the park readies for its 50th anniversary, the vision might change again. And we also hope that the new entryway sign could reflect what's to come. Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. All right, we are back from break. Keith is still not with us. We're not sure what's going on. Hopefully he will return momentarily. 
we will let you know when he's back or he will let us know when he's back so uh we will go forward with it but uh we'll see what ha- what happens all right so this week on the show we're going to talk about some of the epcot news that uh, has come out in the last couple of weeks and the big changes that are happening in the front of the park uh matt is the one who wanted to talk about this so uh I know, I know that the before you even get into the into the park itself, that whole area uh, has been redone or is in the midst of being redone. They've gotten rid of the tombstones there as you walk into the park, and I know they're being relocated relocated somewhere else. Um, so, I mean, that's going to be changing. But you step forward uh, beyond that, you know, the whole um, interventions area is is going to be changing. One of the big things that's going to be happening is the Fountains of Nation apparently is going to be no more. I'm kind of uh, really bummed about that. I've figured right next to Spaceship Earth, that would be the most untouchable thing in the whole park. I would have thought. So, yeah, I was very surprised when they said, because, you know, when they opened the park, you know, each country brought some water and poured in the fountain and all that kind of stuff. So it, it had a, you know, a very symbolic place for that park and everything and for them just to I, I hope it comes back in some way shape or form but for them just to you know discard it like it was you know some random fountain it, it, it was very surprised with that decision you know it's just it's a shame because it one it was a great spot for photo taking you know you have in the water especially when the show was going on there yeah. then you had it was such a fun spot on a hot day and you're walking through there and the wind's blowing a little bit and, and like the water starts carrying. And my kids used to laugh when they'd get wet and I'll push them in the stroller. So it's like little things like that, like you're going to miss. It's like, you know, it's just, a, it's, it's just a shame. I mean, and it was too, it's just a, you know, they had benches around there. It was somewhere just to kind of, you know, get you a, a drink or a snack or something and kind of take a few minutes just to you know get off your feet and, you know, have something to kind of watch and enjoy, and right, um, it was relaxing. Yeah, and and you know, it was the the races that I did. They all ended in Epcot, so you know that was kind of you know seeing that was the last thing you really saw before you went, you know, kind of backstage to right. the, the finish line, and um, it's definitely going to be different, um, you know, coming into that area and, and that not being the the main focus point there so right you know we're talking i know today we were talking about the um, the auction that was going on with uh you know the the cinderella castle suite and then to go to the opening for uh the new star wars movie yes the, uh, with the i forgot the name of it the last jedi not the last jedi whatever it's going to be called um rise of skywalker rise of skywalker and i, I don't know whichever you said it was like seven or eight thousand at the time but i'd rather spend seventy thousand dollars and swim in that fountain is it deep enough to swim in? I mean, you might do some some decent waiting. Yeah, that'd be fine. But you know how fun that would be? Just like you'd just be able to sit there and let the water, you know, fall on top of you and, and watch everybody around you. Okay, well, that's what we do. We're gonna we're gonna arrange a sit in. We're all just gonna climb in the fountain and sit there so they can't do anything to it. All we are saying <laughs> is let us sit in the fountain. <laughs> All right, so going on from the fountain, um, one I'm really bummed about is um, Club Cool going away. But they say it's temporarily. Yeah, I mean, 
you've got a bigger and better version of it at Springs, so I'm not too upset about it. It's not one that I made regular stops and visits to. If it was, you know, I passed and saw it, and I was like, oh yeah, let's go in here real quick and try some random fruity soda from that we don't normally get. But it's not something I normally visited on a regular occasion, so I'm not that heartbroken about it. But like you said, they're they're relocating it and. Like I said, you got a, a better version of it at Disney Springs, so it's not like it's going away forever. Maybe they'll bring back the old version where you had to go through like the uh, the Arctic to get inside. You, you know what? I don't think I ever went in when it was no? that version. Oh, I, that remember, was great. I remember the outside of it, but I don't think I ever went in to, to see all that. So Yeah, I know that the reason it was closed because some lady slipped and fell on the ice. Of course. Yeah. Leave, it, leave it to some random lady to slip and fall. Yep. Um, Mouse Gears is closing or, or is going to be temporarily relocating elsewhere, uh, but we'll be back. I think that's closing in November, I believe. Yeah, as, as big of a moneymaker and revenue stream that that place is, I, I figured it wouldn't be gone forever. It'd be interesting to see where it relocates to. Right. Um, I mean, pretty much that whole area is going to be boarded up from the sounds of things. So I don't know if there's going to be some kind of pop-up shop. You know what would actually be kind of cool is if they repurposed the Odyssey. I don't know if it would be big enough because it's been forever since I've been in that building. But if, if you set something up in there to actually use it instead of it just sitting there. Well, now they do festivals. use it. They use it for like uh, craft beers and whatnot. Is it open all the time? I thought it was just during festivals. Oh, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting um, because outside of that, you don't really have a huge... I mean, you got the individual shops in each country and everything, but you don't really have, you know, your main thoroughfare to go shopping in or whatever like you do in all the other parks. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Um, the the hallway on Interventions West, which I used to love to walk through, and that went from Club Cool to the the character spot over there. I used to yes. love walking through there. It was air conditioned. You got to relax a little bit, um, and it was a nice shortcut, you know, through the other side. But you know, with that, I mean, that's going to be closing, and with that, the character spot is closed or or is closing, and they have relocated all the characters that were found there throughout Epcot. Yeah. Um, again, you know, it's it's not. I, I guess that was kind of maybe inevitable. You know, that whole area badly needed to do. You know, have something done with it other than just put more meet and greets in there. Right. Um, so. Yeah, moving them somewhere else in the park. I, I mean, where they have other characters, they at least kind of fit somewhat thematically with the land and everything. So hopefully they just don't go start shoehorning characters in. You know, hope that it has, maybe they'll put them in some kind of costume or something where they fit in wherever they're going to put them, whatever, and they're not just randomly sticking, you know, Baymax into Germany or something like that. So. Right. I know that the uh, Starbucks will be closed. I know. I believe the Starbucks is closing and relocating, right, as well at some point. I think it's going to have to. I know it's the. 
I think they're going to have to relocate it because of obviously with the, the contracts and everything they signed, I think they have to have one in every park. So they're going to probably move it somewhere else in the park. Um, but yeah, I'd, I don't know that that whole front area of the park is just going to be a construction zone. I don't see how they're actually going to get people moving through there unless you, you know, I, like I said earlier with the race, um, just as you go past, uh, it was just before you get to like where the, um, I think it's the camera shop. You tuck back behind right, there right. and you go off, off, uh, off stage and into finish line. So I don't know if they're going to utilize some of that stuff to where you're kind of bypass majority of it. Right. I just think it's going to be a huge, you know, safety issue to have everything, you know, boarded up and being worked on and having, you know, thousands of people streaming through there so it'll be right. interesting to see how they how they manage the the traffic flow and everything um i know that the uh, getting back to the fountain i know uh, we didn't talk about what's going in there but there's a beer garden going in there um i don't know much more beyond that but uh i guess it's going to be more like a german beer garden so that's at least something to look forward to i hope it's themed really well and not just a, a typical German beer garden with long tables throughout there. I hope it's uh, got a little bit more going on, a little bit more uh, scenery. Yeah, I mean, I, I like a, a good beer as much as the next guy, but still, I think I would rather have the fountain in there. I or, or at least, or at least, maybe they're going to have like tons of kegs hooked up, and then you have to go into the fountain and catch it with your cup before you can drink the beer. Right. That'd be fun. I like that idea. <laughs> Let's bring that back. There'd be no liability in that. No, at I all. know, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. And the I, I know the electric umbrella is staying. Uh, they are redoing. I know they're redoing that whole area too. Uh, to what extent, I do not know, but I know that's being redone. And the that was, uh, I would say that was the one thing that surprised me is of all the things that were were staying was the electric umbrella. I mean, I, I just it's not a horrible place to eat but there you got so many other options in epcot that have much better choices i just i was surprised that i figured they would just you know, just scrap that and go on with you know something else i mean you say better choices but for a lot of people out there that's all the type of food that they eat they won't step into uh, those countries you know so yeah, it's, true that's a good point as opposed to somebody like us we're not going into the electric umbrella because we want to try something else you know right i don't yeah. want to go there and have uh, chicken nuggets and a burger that's the last thing i want yeah and since they're doing away with the uh the one in the american pavilion they're actually going to put a some barbecue and stuff in there i guess that would be the really the only place in the park that you could get like burgers and chicken fingers, right? Yeah. Well, well, no. I mean, you could get some of that stuff in um, the land. Uh, Sunshine seasons. Yeah, some of it you can. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's, that's a good point though, that where you do have some of your uh, your your pickier eaters that have to have some type of option. In there. Right. Uh, let's see what else was going on over there. Was um, the uh, I know the stand where. Like the pin pin trading, that's become the uh, Epcot Garden, which is going to have to do with uh, the festival, um, with with uh, you know the the food and wine festival and all this kind of thing. That's going to have something to do with uh, with that. 
I don't know much more beyond that, but it's going to have something to do with festivals. Um, yeah, that's the Penn Central closing, Mouse Gears closing. Oh, and, and the big thing is um, Spaceship Earth, which yeah. has not officially been announced yet, but uh, the rumors are floating around that it's going to be closed for two to three years. Yeah, I saw that was... Really? Yes, yeah, yeah. I was saying... They were saying two years, say, they said one year basically to go in and, and update the ride and change all that out, and then a whole year to get rid of the games and everything at the end and do whatever they're going to do with it. So it's going to be down for a while, what I was reading. Oh. Yeah, but did you hear if it's going to be before or after Guardians of the Galaxy opens? That's where I wasn't sure. That didn't, they didn't specify one way or the other. Um, I, I would assume that. I, I after though, I would think. I think. I mean, what else is there except for Soren? I mean, there's not enough. To, track, I mean, you, we used to talk about Animal Kingdom not enough to do, and Hollywood Studios not enough to do. There's not enough to do with Epcot, realistically. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, go but eat. which is why they they stack the festivals and make them longer and longer, right. like every year, because there's nothing else there. But I mean, think about it. If you're going with, you know. A, a kid or something that really has no interest in the festivals and, and they're wanting to you know find something to do to entertain them i mean you're kind of limited to what you can do in that part yeah you're right i mean spaceship earth was kind of one of our fallbacks because you know it was inside it was air conditioned there usually is not a, a huge line for it so right uh, you know we could jump on it whenever you pretty much whenever you wanted to and um you're not gonna have that option for a while it sounds like and my kids love living with the land. And, I mean, there's rumors going around that they're going to close that at some point, too. How could you close that? I mean, I mean, obviously, yes, I get it that there's not enough people, you know, going through the gates and yada, yada, yada. But still, I but mean. But living with the land has got often has lines. I mean, there's there's often times where there's a 40-minute wait to get on that attraction, which is crazy. One of the last times we were there, actually it had a longer wait than Soren did. And I stood there in disbelief. I said, there's no way this is, this is right. happening. And then, I mean, there's another, what the buttons or something. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody didn't turn in the red card when they were supposed to. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's another rumor that I've heard that they want to close the seas as well. They want to get rid of that, which would not surprise me one bit if they get rid of that. And, you know, I heard people saying like, Oh, there's no way they're going to get rid of that. Cause you have the restaurant, you know, that generates so much money. I'm like, no, that did, it it's, doesn't generate that much. Money. No, not enough. They'll, they'll get They're rid of that. They're putting in uh, a new um, space restaurant too. So I mean, right? I think that should be open this year. Yeah, I was say mm-hmm. fall. I think they yeah. were saying. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the menu is going to be like. Everything's <laughs> freeze dried. <laughs> right. Lots and lots of astronaut ice cream. <laughs> I love astronaut ice cream. <laughs> Stuff is so horrible. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> now, granted, it's we were kids when we went to like Kennedy Space Center and you know our parents bought a bunch of it and I ended up just giving it all to my brother I was like I, I can't eat this stuff you can <laughs> if you broke it up and used it like a topping on something it might not be bad uh, um, it was just maybe it was like I was eating chalk almost I, I, I don't know <laughs> I couldn't do it uh, I'm trying to think was there anything else up in the in the front there that they had mentioned that was going to be did you mention uh the character spot and all that. Yep. Um, well, <laughs> I was having my Skype issues. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned that that everybody's been relocated throughout uh, 
Epcot. I was actually uh, excited uh, that the Winnie the Pooh one was going to be back in uh, Christopher Robin's bedroom there in uh, the UK. That should be a neat um, photo spot, too, instead of just a backdrop. So where... Do they actually have his bedroom now? You, I'm trying it's to remember. still there, yeah. Where, it, where is it, that located? Because it, It's back in the corner of the store. It's got the soccer stuff in it. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I get fish and chips and a beer, and that's about all I do. <laughs> um, it's, been, it's been a long time since I've walked through through that actual pavilion. So Closed off. There's a door there, and it just says like, cast members only on it. There's a window that's kind of attached to the door that you can see uh, Okay. inside of it somewhat. So, I mean, it, it, it's still there. I don't know, like, what the queue would be like where the chutes would put a queue there but that's, that's kind of where I was going I didn't know how much of a bottleneck because you already have Mary Poppins and Alice in Wonderland that you have a meet and greet in, in right. there so and you're adding another one it just uh, I mean granted there's not much like like I said like fish and chips and a beer and you keep going but right. um, but, uh, but if you start adding a ton of meet and greets in that area that doesn't really have the best flow of traffic it just seems like you might get a little bottlenecked more than what it can be I was actually shocked that they didn't do Peter Pan and a hook one or something right instead of poo since you can see them because Magic Kingdom it's weird but but uh, I guess this is since the backdrop is still there you might as well use it but yeah that's probably what it is they have to spend any more money right <laughs> just open the door yep <laughs> Alright, uh, I think that's it. Anybody else? Uh, no, that was a short like episode for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're glad you're back. Yeah, I get paid by the minute anyway. <laughs> Alright, so that's going to do it for this week, but first we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out the store at redbubble.com slash podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at a China Tiki Talk, Instagram, and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can also leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline that's 256 for my Tiki. And if you enjoyed the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. And you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dole Daily. I'm on Twitter at Matt Goes Dopey and Instagram at MHolly579. Right. With that, Alan, I want you to take it away and let's go down to Main Street Road. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. The stroller in the back, cowboy hat to match, magic band is black, I got on my fanny pack, dough whip in my hand, huh, at the churro stand. 
spending so much money but still feeling like the man can't nobody tell me nothing when i ride space mountain can't nobody tell me nothing when i ride space mountain riding on the omni and i see the trolley been on vacation please don't even call me mansion is amazing carousel is crazy john is burning turkey uncle lorville's making ac can't nobody tell me nothing when i ride splash mountain can't nobody tell me nothing when i ride splash mountain yeah, i'm gonna take my fam to the main street road i'm riding Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.